Welcome into a special bonus episode of the Talking Shop Football Pod. With me today is none other than Michael Matera. We're about to recap our championship weekend picks, share gambling stories, talk stonks, who's going to win the Super Bowl, and last but not least, our favorite props for Super Bowl Sunday. Mike, how are you? Good. Thanks for, thanks for having me back after last week. Yeah, well, I didn't share who uh, the, those, those predictions from last week. I saved them. So I've cut them up into tiny 90-second recaps, and we're going to go through them now. So I'll play it back for you. You'll hear what we, what we each picked for last week's games, and then we could uh, talk about what went right and what went wrong with those predictions. So okay. here comes prediction number one. Let me know if you can hear all right. About to play it starting now. The Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. My gut on the season since week one here, and the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. I feel like they, they're just a very, very sound team. And Kansas City is one of those teams that, like, you know, they're the favorite. Everyone expects them, to, expects them to win it all. They're not really, like, playing as underdogs. The Bills are, like, a, a Freaking three decade, three decade underdog or two decade underdog. So this is painful. And they've done. <laughs> All right, real quick, the other one. Hold. We've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to Lambeau to play the Green Bay Packers. Packers are minus three. I just find it very hard to bet against Brady. Uh, it, it just, I feel like the only time I will ever do that is if it's an NFC East team. Uh, Brady at a 40 and 12 year. 40 and 12, 4,600 yards. It's hard. Wild. Rogers had 4,300. Like, he had, Brady had 300 more yards, 350 more yards than Rogers. And Rogers is MVP candidate. And Brady's 43. Rogers is 37. I mean, I made this case last week, too. I said, I don't want to bet against Brady because if Brady wins, then it's like I got beat twice. Like, it's, I'm, I'm mad that Brady won. And I lost money. It's like a double whammy. You did. You took the Packers the way that it's you phrased it. Yeah, the yeah. line earlier. It did. Sounds like so. I took the Bucks last week, and I and I gave points. So I put a plus three hundred bet on the Bucks to win by six and a half, and they won by ten. It was close, but yeah. um, I got really good. Wait for your score prediction. You're gonna love this. This week I'm going the other way. I'm gonna take the Packers to win by six. I know. The only thing that's convincing me of the Bucks is is that it factor. Twenty seven to twenty three. It's gonna be a weird scoring game. Twenty seven twenty three. All right, I'll say twenty seven twenty Packers. Do you remember the final score? It's like thirty one twenty six. What was it? Thirty one twenty six. Thirty one twenty six. You're pretty close. It was a weird scoring game. I was right on that. Uh, although uncomfortable on the Bills prediction, I think you cut out the part that I discussed how I think Chiefs are the better team and that they probably are going to win. <laughs> something, along, something along those lines. But that my gut says Bills for all the reasons aforementioned. Yeah. I, I listened to the full cut, which, by the way, went on for about 10 minutes in each game. It says way too long to play back for us right now. But I got to say, I think you, you landed on – yeah, you landed on a Bills – uh Buccaneers Super Bowl and I landed on a Packers um Chiefs Super Bowl so yeah. we went one for one between us we had the right answer yeah 
Um, that's for the listener to discern, though. They listen to the argument and then they and then they go with what they feel. Whoever made if, the more compelling case, if provided full argument, <laughs> which yeah, will not, not be the, the case. <laughs> the cut up version by one of the members of this call. <laughs> yeah, and also Bias? I don't know posted post game that also doesn't help. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so take our Super Bowl picks later with a grain of salt now that you've heard the way we, we called our championship game. All right, got some questions for you here before we get into Super Bowl predictions and a very special section on the best Super Bowl props, which is arguably more fun to bet on than the game itself. First, though, uh, I wonder if you could tell me what's the worst beat you've ever had gambling? I know what it is immediately. I was at Mohegan Sun. Um, I was playing Hold'em while I actually I don't remember. No, I was I was with Nick Flag and I was playing Hold'em, and I was sitting at a table. It was like a hundred dollar buy-in, and the way that the like sit and go was structured is that every hour the best hand would get paid out, and they get paid out like two or three grand out of like 30 tables or 40 tables. So it's, it was a pretty significant pot. And so there were like a ton of people there and they're all playing in this, in this like sit and go. And I, on my first hand, as I'm like talking to, um, to this guy next to me, like he was just like chatting me up and I'm trying to focus on the hand that I had. I, I got quad Queens on the very first hand and so like I, I like no one knew how i played and i think everyone was just figuring i was an amateur by the way i was like distracted and was trying to keep a conversation with this guy it's great quad queens win the hand i'm high hand for the first 57 minutes of the hour and with about like two minutes and 30 seconds left someone gets quad kings oh. and, I, and i miss out on, on two to three grand um oh and i'm sure you didn't I'm sure you didn't win the tournament after that either. That's too heartbreaking. Well, yeah, it was. You could just like sit up and and cash out. So I cashed out like like five or six x on that one hand. I put like three people all in. I was like, I know I have the best hand here, <laughs> and you guys are like trying to push off an amateur on the table. Like, okay, like I literally well, can't lose this hand. It was it was it was a good win, but could have been better. But that was definitely the, the worst beat, like knowing that I had it, watching the screen as I was playing, like, wow, I'm about to win a lot of money. And then it just... Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's tough. That's really tough. I thought you were going to say you got beat by a straight flush, but Kings is just demoralizing too, because it's just one above. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you think it's... you think you do better betting on things you know or you don't know about? Um, depends on the streak that I'm on. <laughs> I well, like if it's like hold them better, yes, betting on people and on statistics. Um, sports, I tend to only bet on things that I feel confident about, and I'll, I'll go high confidence picks, more money rather than like set bet on seven games. Um, because I think that. If I don't follow a team closely, I'll have no idea what's about to happen. And I'm also I like betting on game flow, so I'll bet on like like halftime um, odds because I I like watching how the game goes, and I think I do do better at that. However, I think like the ten percent cut or twenty percent cut or rake 
probably takes that edge away. So, so I, I like, I think the answer is yes, I do better at things that I, I know, but I don't think that it is enough to have an alpha. Yeah. Yep. In the game of life, you got to watch the VIG. The VIG is what gets you. Yeah, exactly. It's that, it's that cut that the casino takes. Anyways, moving on. Is investing in individual stocks like gambling? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Especially, well, yeah, so, so not ETFs of stocks, I would say absolutely, because every stock is covered by research analysts that put price targets on it, but it doesn't trade in line with research analyst expectations. And a lot of the pricing is embedded by the time earnings comes around as well. So even if they beat earnings, the stock can go down. So I would say very much so that hedge funds or companies that play earnings tend to perform better because they understand how the stock moves. So if you're a retail investor investing in an individual stock, I think that you're immediately at a disadvantage. And I think it is gambling because especially if you're playing earnings, your bank goes up and down. But if you are a buy and hold, like I would say anywhere from two to four years, then the answer would be no, because you can bet, I mean, you can make an assessment on a, on a product or a, an offering. And if you understand it well enough and then the total addressable market, like I don't think that that's too hard of a call, but I think most retail investors or individual investors don't have the mental fortitude to buy and hold. So I think people just fall in the land of gambling on stocks. Yeah. It doesn't help that the gamification of everything sort of makes it more fun to buy and sell, not just <laughs> hold and sit there. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to flip a coin here. Winner's going to have heads. Winner's <laughs> going to have to make the bull case for Tesla. They get 60 seconds. Loser then gets 60 seconds to make the bear case. You ready to pick? Okay. Yep. Guess, guess, guess one or two. Odds or evens. <laughs> it's a coin. I don't have a coin. So just I'm holding two. I'm holding fingers up. Let me know. Odds or evens. Uh, it's going to be heads though. Heads. I'm just kidding. Uh, one. <laughs> All right. You're, you get the bull case. 60 yes. seconds. 60 seconds. Hold on. Let me get the clock here. 60 seconds on the watch. Ready? Go. Bull case. Um, Piper just upped their research model to 1,200 um, and a buy rating. So, I mean, institutional investors that support Tesla think that it will go up. Outside of that, I also think that um, you're not betting on the company itself as much as you are as investor sentiment. Um, it blows competitors out of the water. It has hefty short sellers and, and trading. So it's, it's propped up based on that, but then it was propped up so much based on like a short squeeze that it then got supported at that level. So like analysts ultimately raised their price target because enough re, um, retail investors were, were buy and hold. And so they, they had to up their target, but just based on investor sentiment. So the price to equity skyrocketed as a result and I think it stabilized at the number that it did for that reason. So, so that's my that's my case in sixty seconds. Sixty seconds. All right, stop. Good, good right, luck on the bear case. Okay, ready? Bear case. Go. The stock is extremely overvalued. It's an incredible company run by a charismatic, smart, 
managerial genius named Elon Musk. They're making something that's changing the future of the world. They're changing the way energy, we consume energy, alternative energies. It's incredible. Their first use case is cars. It's selling to very wealthy people, not the everyday person. I don't think even with the price of lithium becoming more commoditized, that they can get it down to the level where every single person can be driving a Tesla off the lot. In order for us to truly achieve an electric future, other car companies are going to have to make cars that are affordable. People are going to have to sacrifice range in the beginning. They're going to have to sacrifice um, fuel efficiency. Ah, no fuel. Forget that part. <laughs> and anyways, the upside is already completely baked in. If they don't achieve everything that is baked in, they will just continue to decline over time. Even though it's a great company, it's not a good stock. Sounds sounds like someone who who had created the question themselves and had time to think about it. No, I mean that's why we flipped the coin, right? You can prepare right. both sides though. <laughs> but not, I didn't have, I didn't have a, the question before. You, you made it up. You did a great uh, job. You did a great I job. I think that a case can be made for both sides equally. Um, so I think it's one of those stocks that you could literally make either either argument. Yeah, that's why it was fun. A little round. Maybe the preview of our uh, next podcast, which is called Bulls versus Bears, and just flip coins and see what stock we're going to play that, do or, that day. Or have uh, numbers hidden off screen. Guess, You're right, though. One. Maybe I should. Maybe I should also do a a randomized drawing of the stock, so I can't prepare anything. But I didn't. I didn't yeah. think about it. I swear to God. All right, let's get back to football here. I don't even know if we ever got to football, but let's get back to it. Lightning round. One word answer, please. Who's going to get more yards? I'm going to go through a list of two people in the upcoming Super Bowl matchup. All right. First so, up. One word answer, like I have to. Just say their name. That's pretty, pretty yeah. easy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Tyree Who's going to get more oh, yards? Three. <laughs> Brady or Mahomes? Mahomes. Gronk or Kelsey? Kelsey. Bonus on that one. Who More touchdowns, Gronk or Kelsey? Gronk. Uh, more yards. Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown? The XBBBs, Triple Bs. If Antonio Brown's playing, Antonio Brown. Evans or Hill? What's the question? More yards, Evans or uh, Hill? Uh, Hill, he's electric. More touchdowns, Evans or Hill? Evans. All right. Moving on. Trivia. The Buccaneers last won the Super Bowl in 2003. Who was the QB? It's weird. I have like Matt Sims in my head, but that's not true. Some um, would say this was the worst QB to Doug ever win Flutie? the Super Bowl. No. This is with Gruden, right? Who do you have? I'll give you a clue. He was a ninth round pick, <laughs> which I didn't even know there were nine rounds. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I, was, I thought it was because he's one of the worst Super Bowl winners, QBs ever. And then the Buccaneers now signed like the greatest quarterback of all time. So they win this weekend. They'll have won with the worst QB to ever win a Super Bowl and the best QB to ever win a Super Bowl. Draft, drafted in similar rounds. Yeah. I didn't know there was a ninth round. I thought there was seven rounds, maybe back then. Anyways, you want the answer? Or do you want to keep guessing? Give me the first letter of the first name. B. Brad. That's the right first name, yeah. Brad. Hanky. 
Brad. Uh, <laughs> I think you can guess it if you're going to just so. guess. Brad Smith. <laughs> Brad. <laughs> you're very close. Brad. Starts with a J. Brad Jacobs. Brad Johnson. Brad. Brad Johnson. Really? Yeah, it sounds made up. But that is I, who won. I guessed it. I guessed the Super it. Bowl of 2003. If I, if you were to give me, if you were to ask a question, if your question was name a white male name, I probably would have gotten to it in the same amount of time as I just did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good old Brad. All right. Brad bonus points. Play. Not that you got any regular points. Who was the Super Bowl MVP that year? Not Brad Johnson. <laughs> um, it was probably the running back. Who that running back is, I don't know. My answer is the running back. No, it was actually the safety, Dexter Jackson. Only two defensive players have won an MVP since uh, then. DJ. DJ. Yeah. All right. This is what everyone's been waiting for. Best props. Got a list yeah. of Super Bowl props to go through. Talk We're not going to go over my, like. my previous betting history last week. Do you, do you want to – you made one of the greatest bets. Talking about worst bets you ever made, you made one of your greatest bets last week. Is that accurate? That is accurate. And if I parlayed it, I would be a rich man right now. Uh, well, tell us, please. <laughs> it was uh, Mike Evans' first touchdown and Dawson Knox' first touchdown for 306 75 respectively pretty impressive with a max wager of like 55 or 60 or something like that damn all right all right best props do you got a list or do you want me to go through mine uh i'll go through mine quickly but i want to hear mine aren't creative mine are just like ones i feel good about uh first one how about you give me them and i'll i'll give you my picks on yours and then you can give me your picks on on mine okay uh coin flip uh I, i've lost this like nine of the last 10 years so i'll say whatever i say do the opposite but i'll say tails all right yep i was going heads anyway um okay. patrick mahomes rushing yards what do you think it is the over under uh the over under is 17 and a half and i'd go over 19 and a half and i went over he had a couple first down runs. I don't know. He's not. He's less mobile right now, obviously. But like Super Bowl, you're gonna you're gonna run. You're gonna run. The ball I, I think it's a one run thing. I think he gets like one run for twenty five yards. Yeah, there, there is a, his his longest run over ten and a half yards. Yeah, go over on that too. Yeah. Okay, Travis Kelsey um, yards on first reception. Um, I for some reason I think like it's gonna be. The, like the first touchdown. So not that I don't want to bet on that. Cause that's, but, but I would think like, you know, they're on the four yard line and then he runs a five and out. And so I think it's going to be low. Okay. Uh, it's over 10 or, or under 10. Yeah. Go under half. I would go over Although because it, he, he always gets like a 17 yard reception in the middle of the field every game. Yeah. I'd be worried about the yards after the catch that he would, you know, they throw it to him for a five yard out and he'd pick up another 15 with two guys yeah. on his back. Yeah, I agree. Harrison Bucker, field goals made. Over under is going to be, it's probably on a half, but I would say like two. He's going to make two. One and a half. So I'm going to take that over. Yeah. Um, Tom Brady, largest pass completion. 
Uh, it's probably pretty high. He's been bombing it recently, and this game could too. Yeah, by the based on the over under stuff, I think that they expect a high scoring game. So it's probably like thirty nine and a half. Wow, you're close on all these. Thirty eight and a half. Yeah, I think the over. I don't have a I don't have a strong opinion. He just throws the ball up in the air now. Oh, that was last. Yeah, last game he threw three picks in a row that. But, you know, two of them basically served as punts. I mean, if you want to give him the benefit of the doubt on those. I think he's – that's what I'm saying. I think he's a smart player, so he's willing to take those shots down the field. He's been here before, so he's not timid. And he knows that you could beat a safety in a Super Bowl with a long ball. So, Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things where, you know, like Tiger Woods doesn't care about how many uh, eagles he makes in the tournament. He wants to win 18 majors, right? Tom Brady doesn't care – they throws three interceptions. Like no one's going to judge him on three interceptions. They're judging him on how many Super Bowls he wins. So, you know, yeah. well that while some player might not take that risk because they're like, oh, the coach is going to think about pulling me. It's like Brady hasn't had to worry about that in a decade. So that's a Philip Rivers co- quote. <laughs> what is said? I never, I never gave a shit about how many uh, interceptions I threw in the game. All I cared about is we got the the win. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right for, you know, players that are in the league long enough. But, you know, Tua comes in and throws three straight picks. He's on a short leash. Yeah. Yeah. Manning throws a couple picks for five straight weeks. <laughs> Gets benched. <laughs> All right. Do you want to hear some of mine? And then Brady first pass complete or incomplete. It's my last one. Minus 240, maybe. that. What is it? I was 200. Yeah. It's, it's going to be complete. Can't, cannot be complete. Yeah, that's a can't miss. Yeah. It's a can't miss. So I would just say you go heads, Brady completion, Kelsey 10 yard pass, parlay those three. You're, uh, you're up 100, you know, you're up 5X in the first quarter. And then you we're, just... we're parlaying props like uh, uncut <laughs> gems. Yeah. <laughs> Do it in order, like do it in chronological order, right? Like you get the coin toss, then yeah. then then the Buccaneers are going to defer. So uh, Chiefs take the field. Then you get that Kelsey twelve yard completion. Then uh, you know you get the Butker t- field goal. So that gets you one away from the field goal prop. Then Brady gets his uh, <laughs> Brady get just do it consecutively, and then just just see how long into the game yeah. you could you could get <laughs> without missing. Yeah, the last one's gonna be like my eighth prop for like four, like five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, I'm, I'm, right, and I can't the... hedge it because you can't hedge props. So I'm just gonna be sitting there like I hope, I hope that <laughs> this <laughs> like that he throws a, a touchdown pass in the fourth quarter, like for <laughs> the eighth leg of my four thousand dollar parlay. You can't like hedge that at all. No. All right, here's a few props for you. Longest touchdown scored over 44 and a half yards. Under. All right. You do, you get plus 150 on that. Wow. I said over. I mean, deep ball is a threat, but like Brady can't throw it long enough to like give him, hit him in stride so that he scores a touchdown in Mahomes. I think Tyre, I guess it's like Tyreek's going to score a 74 yard touchdown. Or like kick return is, I guess, an option, but that's pretty unlikely. No turnover in the game. Where do you think that one is? Plus four fifty. Plus nine hundred. You get nine to one on that. Yeah, I wouldn't take that one. 
still not taking it. <laughs> this one I, I just found to be really funny. Uh, will a fan run onto the field? What's the no? no? <laughs> yeah. My, minus a thousand. Yeah, minus 900. Yeah, <laughs> Half of them that. are healthcare workers. <laughs> what are they going to do? So, no, doctor they have, is going to. They have a lot. Well, will a fan run on the field like if the Bucks win? Is it during the game? During the game. Yeah, it counts after the game, too, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think it, it could happen, but like, I guess I could see it happening after the game. Will Kansas City Chiefs red Gatorade be dumped on the coach? No, it's going to be orange. Yeah, that would have paid plus 400, but I don't see it either. Um, will a touchdown get overturned by replay? What do you think the yes is on that? Wow. Um, plus 140. Plus 170. I said yes. I think yes, too, because they're, they're going to be conservative and they can challenge that. Or it's like yeah. automatically revered. And they're going to let things play out, right? And then they're going to call them back. I think that's a big thing, too. Yeah. Um, what do you think the race to 30 points? Who's going to win that? And I got a neither odds here as well. Dad is taking neither. <laughs> Because he wants under 56. But I root for a high-scoring game because it's fun. Bucks score early and fast. Whoever does that wins the game. So I don't know. I I haven't made my choice on who wins the game yet. Maybe Chiefs. That'll be my pick. Yeah, so here's – so Chiefs are plus 110. And – Really? My my saying to you is if you think the Chiefs are going to win – Instead of taking the Chiefs minus, what is it, 140, 150? What is, I don't even know what it's at right now. Why not, yeah, take, why not instead take Chiefs race to 30? Because it's, you know, most people believe it's going to be a high scoring game. You lose if the Chiefs win 27, 24. But I mean, judging by well, their like history, 40, they're going to put up a lot 40, of points. I mean, yeah. That's a good one. It's just like if it's a shootout, you never know. Yeah, you could lose. You're right. The you could the Chiefs could win and you could lose if it's a crazy high scoring game and the Bucks happen to get there first, correct? Yeah. I could see the Chiefs winning by twenty one. Wow. Right? Like I could just see the Bucks are not nearly as established of a team. That happens every so often in Super Bowls, just a blowout and you're like, This wasn't even a game. Yeah. Will either team score four unanswered times? No. What do you think the no, no pays on that? No, zero percent chance. Um, no probably is minus 180. Minus 340. Doesn't pay as well as you think. Yeah. Or it pays uh, worse than pays worse. Three, than you think. three not hard, four very, very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see this being like a classic – Chiefs game playoff game where they let the other team get off to a double digit lead and then they just come back and score three or four straight times like the Bills almost almost double, double last digit. year last year it happened in three different games including, including Texans, Super Bowl. Texans yeah um Niners Super Bowl I could see that happening so then you could pick the Bucks race to 10 plus 105 then the Chiefs race to 20, minus 145. Just keep doing it. Just t- keep tearing it. 
Yeah, you can't parlay these bets, obviously, because you actually be doing yourself a disservice. Because otherwise, you just take Chiefs to 10, 20, 30. And then if they're leading the whole time, you just clean up. So they won't let you parlay those. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Will there be a special teams or defensive touchdown? No. No, minus 300. Will there be a penalty for roughing the passer? I don't know. Players are super cautious about that. I would say no. Probably plus 120. No is minus 120. Yes is. Yes pays, uh, you know, even. Same thing. They're on their best behavior. Yeah. All right. One more question and then your Super Bowl pick. You ready? Yeah. I don't know my Super Bowl pick yet, but yeah. (laughs) You'll have to come up with one quick. Okay. Who's going to be... Who is going to be the number one pick next year in fantasy football? Wow. McCaffrey had a letdown of a season, but they did really – I don't know. They rushed him back, and then he, he had a different injury. So I struggle to say he's going to be 100%. Well, he only played like three games this year, right? Four games? Like five, yeah. Um, I mean, it's always a running back. That's really Just because tough. of because of value above replacement, it has to be for PPR too. Yeah, um, it's so tough. It's like there's no way Devonta Adams goes first. Like Saquon, no injury prone. McCaffrey, like could see it. Kam- Kamara didn't have as good of a year as he historically does. You're forgetting um, one pretty big name, Derrick Henry. I don't think he goes first. Like. He had a good second half of the season, but he struggled in the beginning too. He doesn't. He doesn't scare you on the on the uh, the passing game as much as McCaffrey and some of the others. Yeah, yeah. I would go. It's a good question. I would go. I go McCaffrey. Yeah. People just have a I lot would, of stock in him, and the games he played, he still averaged like thirty points. So it's like, how can you not? I'm going to go off the board a little bit and say Dalvin Cook just because I think the Vikings are going to be a lot better next year and yeah, he'll continue to be one. successful. But he is approaching that age for a running back, which you don't know where they're going to. Yeah, he can have a bust season for sure. Yeah. All right. That's it. So here we are. Super Bowl pick. What do you got? I think I, I, I'm rooting for Brady because – We'll have lived through someone who has won seven Super Bowls, and I don't think Mahomes could ever get to seven. If Mahomes wins this one, he could very well get to seven or six. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's the Chiefs are the better team. They play well all year round. They, I mean, anyone's prone to an off game. The Bucks are clearly not as good as the Chiefs. Like, they just are not based on their seasonal performance. Oh, man. I haven't I haven't thought about it enough. I don't I don't want this to hold any weight, but I'm gonna go Chiefs. Got reaction 38-29. Oh, I like the weird the weird numbers. Yeah. So if you've got if you got eight nine on your Super Bowl squares right now, you uh you'll be happy to hear Mike's pick. Yeah. <laughs> Probably never won a Super Bowl. That's never won a square before. Eight nine. All right, we gotta go. We gotta wrap this up. Who do you, who do you have for Super Bowl? 
it's tough. Um, <laughs> I, know. I don't think I've like, I'm not fully confident about picking against Brady. That's what it is. That's what it comes down to. That's why I don't like, I wouldn't hesitate to say chiefs against 30 NFL teams, but the one team that has Brady, it, it gives me pause literally. I know. I know. And that's where, but I'm, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Cause I want to root against Brady during this game. I don't care about the old man thing. I like Mahomes. Seems like a cool cat. So taking Mahomes. I don't think Brady's gonna lose a game by double digits. So, um, thirty-three, thirty, Chiefs. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm gonna be thinking about this until game time. <laughs> yeah. I, I might well, just not pick winner. I'll bet on everything else, but the everything else but winner. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. All right. That wraps up the uh, 2020-2021 football season. Episode 20 of Talking Shop. It's in the books. It's a good year. Thanks for closing it out with us, Mike. Hope to come on next season. Yeah, let's see how these um, let's see how these picks go. Maybe I'll get them all wrong. So long for now. Signing off. Yeah.